We're here today at the Career Pro Inc. offices discussing with John O'Connor how to crisis proof your career. This sounds like it's going to be a real good topic and what do you want to tell them right off the bat? I want to say that you don't need to be in a panic even if you're you got a bad boss a toxic situation you're not in the career you want something if you're listening to this and something's off whether it's the external circumstances of today and health issues and virus issues and anything else even if you're under high stress there are things you can be doing to prevent it to be worse, prevent it from being worse. But if you're in a situation where something scared you in your career that you have no control over or feel like you've got no control, I'm here today to say that you do. You have some things you can do and control now. And if you've been scared or shocked, this is a time to get motivated to crisis proof your career. Okay, so from the standpoint of uh, action steps, starting with the easiest and least costly to initiate, what would you offer? First, don't put yourself in a state of worry. Worry doesn't help you improve yourself. Worry just, it's, it's almost like something spinning in your mind and you cannot focus on what's productive behavior. And so you have to be very careful of that. Worry and panic doesn't help. For example, I'm coming home, there's an emergency situation at my house that I've faced multiple times. If I don't have an EMT kind of cool, if my son falls down, which he has, he has, one of my sons has seizures. And if I'm not able to do that first aid basics for him, I'm not very helpful. The same is if you react emotionally at work to anything, or you carry that in a mental health way to your other relationships. Panicking and worry has a way of really hurting, hurting you in your career and doing that kind of self-damage that you want to avoid. So mentally, do not panic, but improve yourself. Okay, so what's, what's one step up from there? The next step I would say would be create career options if the worst does hit. What if there is, and look at the oil industry, for example, just in this day and age in 2020, it's taken a massive hit. If you were an oil and gas person or built your career in that, what, what have you done to diversify your income? What have you done to diversify your career options? Have you taken a lead as a leader in that field? Do, would others see you as a leader in another related industry? Are you poised if that business takes a hit to come back? Do you have protection enough to come back? So no matter if you're feeling very secure in your career, that's a good time to, to do a checkup because just like the oil and gas industry, who knew that would take such a huge hit? Uh, even in the day and age of pipelines opening up in the United States, us becoming uh, energy independent, I think in, the trend looks good for that. That's good for the United States, but how's your career going? So. One uh, corollary to that would be at any given time, but particularly at good times, you could start to explore which of your skills are transferable to another industry. 
and force yourself to discover those skills and put those to use. You can trial those skills in another industry, in the startup or early stage company community. You could find out if some of those skills are transferable. You could begin looking into reading, writing, studying, quietly building certifications in or uh, even some kind of uh, building association connections in another or related field. Not as a panic opportunity, but if you've seen others do it and you can build out those pipelines, those capillaries, so to speak, into other closely related industries, that would be a very smart and savvy move. If you look at wealthy people, if you look at high-level executives, you, if you really look at their finances, they're diversified. They own property. They have other businesses. Why would they do that? Because they realize sometimes the middle manager folks, the middle people, even people early career, many of them don't realize they should diversify and they can, even if they don't have lots of money. So um, as, a, as a general principle then, would it be fair to say at any point along your career, the wise career professional is doing his or her gut level best at the job for which they were hired and is keeping an eye out for what else is possible, what else is on the horizon. And not just dictated by whoever your mentors may be at your company, it could be even a boss who's guiding you throughout your career. One of the best early advices one of my clients got at IBM, he was told, you need to leave IBM, build your career elsewhere for a few years, and then we, we may value you even more as we change. That person did that. They went from hardware manufacturing PCs at that time to a service industry consultancy. He came back with those skills after he was with Deloitte and he was more valuable. I think you need to force yourself into change sometimes to come back even stronger. Now that, you know, a lot of people still want that, boy, if I could just finish out my career here or have a long, long career at this company. Well, those, that, Time has really passed us. You need to be looking beyond just your job, just that mentorship, and go outside to build your skill set. Okay, so the opportunity is there for everybody to look beyond what they're currently doing, but it sounds like something that would be aided and abetted by someone who has um, a coach, a mentor, uh, somebody who is maybe even outside of the particular industry, somebody who's outside the arena who can discuss the value of looking beyond the immediate borders. There's no question that even the best of us, especially the focused professional who's built their career or beginning to build their career in one area, the reason why they got there a lot of times is they're hyper-focused but they can become siloed in that. So if you have external coaches, influencers, mentors, and even paid help, that will help you break three of some of those things that have gotten you where you wanna go, but they can become bonds if something happens in that industry. You need to unshackle yourself, realize your true value is not just potentially industry specific. I think that's a great idea, Jeff. Okay, so moving I'm not going to say up the scale, just moving to another strategy per se. What else can people do in this day and age or in general along the many years and decades of their career to make sure 
that they are able to roll with the punches, swim with the tide, uh, not be swept up by the crises. Create or build a crisis-ready side hustle. Now, side hustle seems like a hobby, but really, build a con think of yourself as building a consultancy outside of your expertise. And that means you may even get uh, an incorporation in your state. You may even do papers to become an LLC or an S-Corp. You may take on a little small project once every month, once every five months, some paid, some for free. But start building that consultancy, so to speak, and you don't have to do it loudly. You don't have to post things on LinkedIn. You don't have to be loud about it at work. But if you have that peace of mind that you're being valued over here, even quietly, even as you build your skill set, I think that's just healthy for your brain mentally when you go back to work because that's something you may not make a full income on and you may be building your skill set there but it forces you into an uncomfortable situation that can be good for you like the little piece of sand in the oyster you have forced yourself into change and you've also documented it with calling it quietly a consultancy and getting some kind of licensure or beginning to build certifications there. That's how serious I think you should be to protect yourself mentally and physically and financially for these career options. You know, I had not heard of that before, but that really sounds like a super strategy. My question would be, would it be okay, even while you maintain your employment in some larger structure, to put up a small website, not publicized, but, but just have it ready? Would it be smart to have business cards to that effect, a brochure, some kind of literature? Would it be okay on a low-key basis to have what it takes to influence somebody to retain you even if it's once a month or once every five months? Very few companies that I know of who might find out that you have a small consultancy on the side are, are going to put extra effort into helping you. It doesn't mean they can stop you from doing it. It doesn't mean they should discourage you. But yes, I believe first quietly build this consultancy. It could mean business cards. It could mean a, a website where you're not loudly posting. Because again, your main, you want to maintain that main source of income and that job. But if you can begin developing that quietly on the side that look, never interferes with your work, that's a smart way to do it. The, the coachless people that do that, I've seen made, make sometimes tremendous unforced errors. The website gets out there, they start sharing on Facebook, uh, they have to pop into their small, let's say, piece of a retail operation, and one, one of those people did that and was discovered by someone as work who reported him. There's a lot of little tripwires out there, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do this. You should explore building your mind into something that you own, at least mentally first, and then possibly it could become bigger and stronger later if you need it. What role, given this strategy, does writing play? If you're able to and can put together anything that could be published, you could contribute in journals, even at your full-time job, even at your main income, that could help influence and even help this small, quiet enterprise that you're building, I think that could be brilliant. Maybe you could introduce a piece at work that where you're a contributor 
at a speaking event and part of your role in this consultancy could be speaking, could be contributing. You could ghostwrite, you could uh, help influence authors. I think writing and reading and building those, those skills and having someone who's an editor next to you if it's not one of your highest skill sets is extremely important. How do you feel being the author of 68 plus books? Well, anytime you write something and you write something that's good, in other words, people need it or they want to read it or it helps them in some way or makes them think, you've created a victorious cycle that goes up and up and up because an article can be a blog, a blog can be a podcast, a podcast can be an interview, an interview can be transcribed and turned into an article. In other words, the variety of forms in which your intellectual property uh, may appear lends itself to the next and the next and the next and the next. Even if you wrote a book and no one wanted to publish it, let's say you went through the exercise of writing a full-length book and no one wanted to publish it. Suppose it's 16 chapters. You'd have 16 articles already. You'd have an endless supply of blog material. You'd have an endless supply of audio scripts and so on. So as we wrap up here, and that's wonderful information and insight, thank you. I really do believe that you should be, you should expect even, it could be a month of crisis in your job. It could be, it could last months, it could be a devastating blow to your industry in which it looks like, at just the present moment, the oil and gas industry. It may come back, but you should keep that even keel as you build your mindset outside of work without taking any anything away from your absolutely excellent performance at work. I think it's healthy, it's smart to do. This is the day and age where we've got the internet, we have all sorts of resources. There's no excuse why you can begin to crisis-proof your career no matter what comes at you. And hopefully it isn't a personal health situation. That's the toughest. But start building those capillaries, that root system, that network, and do it the right way and with coaching and counseling. Wonderful. 